0: Man and welcome back to the fight podcast i am your host serge vicente and this is episode 146 and yo today we are gonna have a lot of fun i am joined once again by my friend my boy my boxing analyst brandon camille he and i have so much to talk about today we're actually gonna go ahead and do what you know People have been doing all week, but we're just gonna go out there and do it a tad bit better, man. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and break down, um, not only the incredible, incredible fight this past weekend with Errol Spence, Sean Showtime Porter, but we're also gonna go ahead and look ahead to the incredible matchups that we actually have this weekend. We have Triple G. Fighting Deverchenko this weekend. We also have arguably the female GOAT. Clarissa Shields. She's out here. She's actually competing as well in uh, her hometown of Flint, Michigan, man. So um, the hits just keep coming, man. A lot of great boxing recently. And I think I've said this a lot over the last couple of weeks. But, man, boxing, just combat sports. This is like... Man, there's so much incredible action that's going on. The skill level in boxing. And I'm going to be honest with you. This is even before we go ahead and jump into my my conversation with uh, Brandon. I was thinking about it. We all have and we all talk about the golden age of the welterweight division. Obviously, I'm talking about the 80s. We got, you know, um, Sugar Ray Leonard you have Tommy Hearns um and all those boys there and then again they all end up moving to middleweight fighting Hagler Hearns all those guys so this era of welterweights is it it, if it's not comparable man arguably at the end of the day will it even be better Errol Spence Sean Porter Terrence Crawford Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman, Kel Brook, Manny Pacquiao still in the mix. Yo, the list goes on and on and on. So it's really making me think about the, the legacy and the history that we're watching on a daily basis, man. It's crazy. And, I mean, these guys that, again, if you haven't noticed, they're all in the gym. They're all really staying active. They're eating good. Yo, and speaking of eating good, remember check out Sage Eats. We're brought to you guys each week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats is a healthy meal prep company here in Chicago. Um, they off, also offer fitness mentoring for no, everybody else around the world, no matter where you are. They're one of our sponsors, man. So please go ahead and check them out everywhere. Um, you could see them on instagram facebook at sage each chicago you can check out the website www.sageeachchicago.com and while i'm go ahead and doing plugs man uh go ahead and check out the fight podcast website www.thefightpodcast.com communicate with me man talk to me let me know what's going on you can go on there and uh you know you can talk to me. You can go out there. Let me know that you love the show. Um, let me know if you hate something. Whatever it is, man. So uh, go on there. Check us out. We're also everywhere podcasts are available. Um, that's iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, also, check us out all everywhere. Social media platforms at The Fight Podcast. And uh, yo, check me out at Serge Vicente, man. Uh, but without further ado... Let's go ahead and jump into my conversation with my guy, Brandon Camille.
1: My guy, what it do? Hey man, I'm doing good. Everything is everything, what's good with you? Doing very well, man. Thank you as always for joining me, man. It's always a pleasure chopping it up with you. Yeah, definitely, 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 especially after the weekend we just had. Man, man, man bruh. Well, look, before
0: we get to that, man, how you living, bro? How, how, how is life over there in Boston, man? Do
1: we have to talk about my life, man? I'm excited,
0: but uh, you know, I'm I'm just being polite, brother. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel like you know we can't be premature, man. I gotta warm up it, warm the people
1: up into it just a little bit. I I know they need a little foreplay, so you know, life, (laughs) life is good here, here in Boston. Um, You know, everything is everything. Taking things day by day. Uh, Finished September out strong, so you know here we are, October, my birthday month. Hey man, happy um,
0: happy man, when's your birthday?
1: No, nah, nah, not even close, G. Like, twenty, the 21st. I oh, damn near okay.
0: forgot. <laughs> hey, man, hey, 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 man, mine's February 20th, so I'm all the way at the end of the month, too, bro. I feel you.
1: Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, we got a long way to go, but everything is everything. No worries here in Boston, just living, uh, watching these fights, man. Last week and excited for this weekend. We got a lot to talk about.
0: We do, man. We do, man. It, it's, it's been a crazy—well, uh, you know what, man? Look, okay it's been great Chicago is nasty and ugly and rainy so whatever it's fall finally thank god I'm wearing layers I love it um but dude these fights bro these fights these fights so for those of us who haven't been listening to the fight podcast on episode 143, I went ahead and I broke everything down, so if you haven't ever had an opportunity already, please go and do so. Check out the, the episode, and I pretty much break down everything that happened with the Errol spence Sean Showtime-Porter fight. But, me and B are gonna go ahead and break it down. We're gonna go a little bit more in depth. We're gonna go actually really get into it, get into how this fight made us feel. And with that being said, bro, look, we know what happened. Errol Spence goes out there. He beats Sean Porter in a, I would say, a fight of the year candidate at this point in time. Maybe fight of the year.
1: I would echo you. Definitely yeah. fight of the year. Given that everything that was on the line, two of the top guys in, um, you know, the Hollywood division outside of heavyweights in absolutely. boxing. And, you know, it was everything that we didn't expect, but everything that we needed at the absolutely, same time.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And those were all things. So, okay, so let's just get into the fight, right? Um, You and I really got into it and really said, and we believed that, Errol Spence was going to dominate this fight. We felt that he was, at least me, I said I thought he was gonna get Sean Porter out of there. As did I. But one thing I did not take into account is how fucking tough Sean Porter is. Holy shit, man. That dude brings his lunch pail to work, yo.
1: Yeah, Sean Porter's a dog, he comes to work, and from his performance on Saturday, which I think even in a loss was by far the best performance of his career. You can't help but want to see him get in there against uh, other top opposition. And I heard an interview with his father, Kenny Porter, and he said if they can't get that rematch with Errol Spence, which they won't. Well, I mean, Errol Spence wants a quick turnaround in January. If Danny Garcia is not ready, Manny Pacquiao is not going to give him that opportunity, which Manny don't want the smoke. He don't, but he has a belt, so it matters.
0: It it does. Um, I'm sorry. Continue before I get into my soliloquy about that.
1: Yeah, so he doesn't, but he has a belt, so it matters. However, he said if he can't get that rematch with Errol Spence, he will be trying to go after Terrence Crawford. You And after Saturday's performance, we would all go crazy for that fight, especially with Terrence Crawford being a bit of a smaller guy, having a bit of a different style. How does he fare against Sean Porter? Because we all want, you know, Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford. That's pretty obvious. However, if we can't get that, we want a measuring stick. And that measuring stick is now Sean Porter. I, I think it makes perfect sense. I think it's one of those things, and to be honest with
0: you, and you know, we both think um, Bud Crawford is the, is the guy. We, we both think he's amazing, um, but stylistically, that might be a rough matchup for him, realistically. And here's the thing that I think a lot of people have to understand. Sean Porter is a rough night for anybody. Exactly, and I think a lot of us, including myself, I'll be the first to admit, I... I, I didn't take that into account. I didn't give Sean Porter the respect that he deserved in that capacity. Now, in terms of Errol Spence, Errol Spence did something that I think not enough people are talking about. Everyone talks about how close the fight was. Everybody talks about, you know, oh, he should have done X, Y, and Z, whatever, right? It was essentially mugs are hating on him, right? which happens the heavy lies the crown right it's whatever it happens
1: but what is it heavy is
0: heavy is the head who wears the crown exactly exactly there it is you know what i'm saying i appreciate your family salute to you my you, guy i got you uh but but this that's the thing it's like he's the guy people are going to nitpick on every aspect of his performance but what i think they're not paying attention to is this he is an all-time great type of fighter because there's not many fighters, the only fighters that I could truly think about that do this just offhand are guys like a John Jones in MMA, guys like a George St. Pierre in MMA. You don't see guys in boxing do what Errol Spence did. And what that is, is that whatever you're good at, Mikey Garcia, you're the best boxer in the world, I'm gonna outbox you. Sean Porter, you're rough, you want to brawl, you want to slug, I'm going to play your game and play your game better than you. He did it with Keith, um, uh, Kell Brook, he did it body shot for body shot with Lamont Peterson, he, that is what he does, and when you go back into his career, you actually look, he literally says, oh, this is what you're good at? Cool, watch this. Only great fighters do that, and I don't think enough people are giving Aero Spence credit for
1: doing that yeah i would absolutely agree um he definitely could have fought that fight a bunch of different ways but if you look at errol Spence's history he likes these rugged fights he comes forward he likes to go to the body so he wasn't going to abandon not only does he want to beat you at your fight but he's not going to abandon he's not going to change who he is just because you have that type of fighting style he's going to still come forward which he did he's going to still go to the body which he did and i mean despite what you think about low blows i I think Sean Porter was. Sean
0: Porter pulled his damn his pants were up to his underarms, bro. His pants was high
1: as hell. But some of them were landing low. And apparently later in the fight, Sean Porter couldn't feel like, you know, different parts of his lower extremities. He was simply numb. And that's why he was bending over like that because he couldn't take any more of those shots. Now it's hard to tell with your shorts that high and I think there needs to be a bit more regulation around that because that makes it a lot harder on the referee. I don't think it's that big of and a deal. And that's an impossible job. I don't think it's that well,
0: big I'm- of a I-, I think honestly, and I, I know I-, I know, this is an MMA bias, right? In MMA, fam, we di- we're in there in our underwear. You know what I'm saying? Guys literally get hit in every little part of their body with kicks, with everything. Just because this dude punched you, not in your nuts, he hits you in your your hips and your side and people cry about it man, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. I think that's one of the most pussy things in boxing. Whatever. Deal with it. But, he didn't hit you in the nuts. Suck it up.
1: They're taking punishment there over 12 rounds. Who cares? And in and MMA, you guys literally are in your underwear, but that makes it a lot more clear what's going on. Where in boxing, they're wearing bigger shorts. It's a lot harder to see, especially when they to, have the hey, sports pulled up him, high.
0: Who told them to rock them heavy-ass shorts? That's no, I, all
1: I, I hear you. That's all I'm saying is there should be a bit more regulation around how shorts are worn in boxing because it makes the referee's job a lot harder. And you have some people criticizing the referee for saying he allowed low blows. You have other people like us saying Sean Porter was wearing his trunks high. We shouldn't be having that debate. It should be a lot more simple. I I, I can see that.
0: And I definitely agree with that. But to me personally, and again, this is just Serge talking that rule in itself and people arguing about low blows. Did he
1: hit him in the nuts? No. All right, then shut up then. Either, Either way it went, great, 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 Fight and you know, one thing that pretty much everybody is speaking about, well, super exciting fight. So did Errol Spence just become must see TV and the next boxing pay-per-view star? Because we're looking at a pretty decent number tracking towards 350 pay-per-view buys compared to compared to Terrence Crawford's last pay-per-view which did only 150. Barely got a hundred.
0: Barely got a hundred. And here's the thing, I'll be very honest with you. Okay, you Sean can, Porter could probably it,
1: do more. Num- could probably do better than Terrence Crawford right now.
0: Terrence Crawford is in a really rough situation, right? And the reason I say it is this: a lot of people, I'm hearing a lot of noise and stuff. People are trying to say that arrows ducking Bud and everything. No, he's not ducking Bud. He wants to collect all he wants. He now he's I'm here for greatness, right? I'm going out here. All you guys, he, he remember how he said when Danny got in the ring, my, how the tables have turned. I've been out here trying to get all these fights forever. Now I'm the guy, now you guys over here trying to get a fight with me. Him, he's like, look, I'm trying to get these belts. He's going for greatness. He wants to be the, the the you know, the undisputed champion at welterweight. So he's gonna go out there and I am not upset with, again, if he's going out there belt hunting, hunting right? And at the end of the day, business-wise, what is a bigger payday, right? And you you know me, I'm usually not the guy for paydays like this, like talking about this. I wanna see the best fights possible. But at the end of the day, if he's going out there and fighting, let's say, a Manny Pacquiao, Manny has a belt. And Manny is a far bigger payday than somebody who only wants to fight in his hometown in Nebraska and he only going to get a couple a couple hundred, you know, a 100,000 pay-per-view
1: buys. Nah, Crawford will fight anywhere. He fought he fought Khan in New York. What what I'm thinking That's is fine. more I, go ahead. What I'm thinking is more so Errol's, I don't think we're going to get it, but we really need that Pacquiao fight. And we both agree that Errol Spence will win that fight in potentially dominating fashion. He destroys but many, When Pacquiao. You, but when you look at what that does, that's going to do at least $800,000 on Easy. pay-per-view. If, if, if not more. And... While we we say as hardcore boxing fans, it's now clear who one of the new cash cows is in boxing, that fight will solidify it for him. Yes. A fight against Danny Garcia yes. will be on pay-per-view, but it's not going to do that. I think he will do better numbers in a rematch against Sean Porter before yes. maybe going to try and take on Pacquiao. Either way. He is killing Terrence Crawford. And he's if Terrence Crawford wants to fight right now, he's going to have to take a slave deal, which no one really wants to do. Yep. He, he's just not doing and, enough and, and in I'm, terms of building himself with top rank. One thousand percent. And I'm so happy you said that.
0: He, top rank is managing him terribly. And you and I do a lot. We we, we big up Bob Barum a lot on this show. And we really have said how we again what he's done, but a couple of these deals that we've seen with their bigger stars. I mean, what what are you guys doing? Who's the last big name that you've actually care? We want to see Terrence. We we watch Terrence Crawford regardless, but as a casual fan, when's the last time Terrence Crawford has been in there with somebody that we really care
1: about? Well, I mean, he's just on the wrong side of the fence, and he that's that's that. They do not have the that? welterweight zone. I mean, it's Terrence Crawford. Exactly. I mean, who knows why he re-upped to a top rank? That made no sense. That, it, And it, again, it, that was that's totally on him. So for everybody sitting here saying and being pissy about it, fam, that's on you. And for a lack, a lack of better words, like he's black, like Al Heyman is getting niggas paid.
0: Yes, and that's why I don't understand it. And if he was doing something, for instance, like a Devin Haney was doing with um, Eddie Hearn and those boys over there, it would match room. him. It would make a little bit more sense. In that weight class, There has a lot of guys over there. We can play. It makes sense. I'm not mad at that, right? But at the end of the day, Al Heyman's out here giving everybody paid. Everybody's getting broke off. And since they're all under under the same umbrella, he's making these fights happen. So him being on the other side of the fence, business-wise, it's like, look, everybody's over here. We might as well go ahead, I can clear out this division, and by the time I and here's and then there's another thing. Again, we're talking about business, right? He is on the other side of the fence. Yo, they're icing that man out. Yeah. And I mean, on top of that, Yo, Devin, not to you cut mentioned- you off, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. Who can
1: Terrence Crawford fight right now if it's not a Sean Porter? Who can t- You... I mean, he's, he's about to fight um whatever mean machine guy is, something, Igauskas, I mean... Who's that? Who's terrible that? Terrible opponent. I mean, no that? one you want to see. He just came to a draw with Ray Robinson. I mean, it's not... Oh, my it, God.
0: Yeah. yeah no, I, who wants to... Again, he's not winning any fans, but guess who is? The, I would say at this point in time, top five pay-per-view draw on the sport?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely top five. I mean, who, I mean you really it's only Wilder and him both under Al Heyman because no one else is fighting on pay-per-view or they're all in the zone yeah 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 that's it that's it man Um, look
0: all in all uh, final thoughts on this fight man
1: Final thoughts on this fight. Amazing fight. I think it benefits Errol Spence more to run it back with uh, Sean Porter than it does for him to fight Danny Garcia. Um, but overall, amazing fight. Easily the fight of the year given what was on the line. Uh, 12 rounds of amazing action. Shout out to Sean Porter in an amazing effort and a loss. Now, I do want to touch on a, a couple other things really quickly. Um, David Benavidez, shout out Man, to him winning, he, winning he, his he, title.
0: He looked— Nico, get off
1: me. Yeah, David Benavides winning his WBC back from Anthony Durrell in devastating fashion. Yo, I'm sorry,
0: my bad, man. I'm sitting here. And my dog Nico, for those listening, literally just jumped on my chest. He's been—I—I—I've been gone all day. My dog just wants to love me, so I apologize.
1: No, no worries. Um, David Benavidez looked looked great. I mean, he is one of the young rising stars in the sport who lost Man. his belt, got got that WC belt, two-time champion now, and he is looking good. I mean, honestly, we, uh, 168 pounds. Nasty. You have David Ben David Benavidez, my you guy. Have- my guy, talent. Caleb Plant. You have your Caleb Plant. We have Billy Joe Saunders and Callum Smith and Canelo Alvarez m- moving around there. There's Damn. a lot of talent. There's a lot to happen in that division. Like, we can get a lot of good fights. Let's... Fuck the bo- boxing politics. We have to see some of these fights. There's just too much talent there not to make it happen. Outside of that, Mario Barrios, iffy decision. However... He gets out of there with a win against a very, very tough, uh, tough opponent in um, Akhmedo, Batir Akhmedov, Batir Yeah. who probably won most of the fight. However, it's a lot to overcome two knockdowns, and he got knocked down in the 12th round that may have sealed his fate. Yeah, I, I, so I believe it loses, did. He loses a u- unanimous decision. And the Riverside Rocky, Josecito Lopez, um, probably putting... Uh, I, I cannot remember the guys. Probably putting him, uh, putting him out of his misery. Uh, we don't need to see him back again. He did not look good. Not even at worth all.
0: not even worthy bringing up, man. Um, but real quick. Um, before we move on, how did you feel about how did you feel? About the commentary with with Danny Garcia and Keith Thurman, because for me personally, it seemed like two bitter ex girlfriends, or just, it looked like two haters trying to judge uh, trying to judge um, Errol Spence. I, I I I didn't like it. I thought they came off as bitter. Um, and it seems like they're just, I don't know. It it doesn't seem like they were actually, again, objectively calling the sport. It seemed like these are two dudes hating because they wanted his spot.
1: Yeah. I mean, i definitely hear hear what you're saying. I mean, I I can't speak to it much. The Hooters I was at, they just did not have the sound hooked up well. And even (laughs) watching the fight over, I didn't get uh, a lot of the commentary. So I just can't speak to it. Okay, cool. What'd you think about him getting in the cage after ring afterwards? Uh, I mean, usually when that happens, that that means the fight is signed, sealed, delivered. But we've seen it happen a couple times where the fight hasn't happened. Like, unless you guys are ready to announce right then and there, leave me alone. And yes, Danny Garcia, while I am a huge fan of you, Errol Spence was calling has called you out for years. So now you want to act big and bad and jump in the ring after his fight. You know, he'll fight you if you sign a damn contract. He's been calling him out
0: forever. So, yeah, I I thought it was weak by Danny and I think it's weak by Keith. All right. This weekend we got a couple good fights, A couple really entertaining fights. Um, we got Triple G fighting Derevchenko this weekend. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you though, this is on the zone. This fight I feel like really came out of nowhere. Do you really? Do we even care?
1: Oh yeah. I care. Um, Derevichinko is not a, a walkover opponent. I mean, he was in there with Danny Jacobs, fought him tough and close throughout. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fighter. He likes to uh, fight at the mid to close range. Um, he And he likes to get inside and then create some angles on you. Mm-hmm. Somewhat like a Lomachenko, but clearly nowhere close to as good. Um, but yes, he wants to get inside, create some angles. However, you stand close to Triple G, you are going to get hurt. Now, when you look at their common opponents, you, you look at Danny Jacobs. However, that's not a good common opponent to... To look at because danny jacobs and Derevichenko have been sparring partners for a very long time so that fight is a bit of an anomaly exactly. i think triple g wins this fight by knockout um and hmm. i think Derevichenko can be deterred by a good jab which we've seen triple g exhibit on more than one occasion so if he's still working on that jab under his new tra- under his new trainer, uh jonathan banks i think triple g can win this fight pretty easily however He is getting older. I was just going to say that, fam. When does Father Time come and touch him on the shoulder? He is getting older. He has been touched a little bit. And it's rumored that Triple G may have ducked Derevichinko when he fought Vans Martirosian. So, all things considered, we could have a pretty interesting fight in our hands. But do we care? It's Triple G. You do not miss a Triple G fight. You're getting hooks coming from the sky.
0: So, look. Yes, I believe Triple G will win this fight. But... Out of all the fights that we've had very, over the last little bit, if there is an upset pick, I think this is a good one to put, put some money on Devrchenko, right? reason I say that is this. He's extremely, very well-schooled, great movement, decent power. I mean, the fight that he had with um, uh, uh, Gabe Rosado was incredible, great fight, right? But also show that he can get hurt. Um. This is this is one of those fights. Right, the, the fight who had with Gabe Rosado? Um, I'm mixing him up with somebody. Regardless, it doesn't matter. Um, but still, he's a solid guy, right? I'm looking at him right now. I, I mixed it up, but it's all good. Um, he's a solid dude. He's one of those guys, though, that if Triple G has slowed down, and we saw even in his last fight. There were a couple moments in that last fight, even though it lasted a couple rounds, where Triple G was getting stuck. What happens if he does? If he's not? If he doesn't have the same type of power? What happens if he doesn't? If he's not the same Triple G? I think that this is a good fight that it can possibly be an upset. I still think Triple G will win, um, but I can't lie. I think this is probably going to be a decision.
1: I don't know if it goes to decision I mean Derevchenko wants to get in close and you stand in close against Triple G you will get hurt and this is a guy that did get dropped by Danny Jacobs Um,
0: but but that's not I mean Danny Jacobs could slug bro
1: Yeah, Danny Jacobs can slug, but we're not going to confuse Danny Jacobs with Triple G. Triple G is a punisher, and let's not take that away from him. He can take some shots, but he can also take some shots. We've never truly seen Triple G get hurt, though we have seen him take those shots. So, I mean, if he's going to stand in there against Triple G, you know, he does some good work mixing it up to the body and the head. However, he's going to be in the danger zone. And Triple G, you know, while he's not... I mean, he he doesn't need to land many times to hurt you, and he can do it to the body. He can do it to the head. So I think it, Triple G is the definition of must see TV. Yeah, so when you is. say, "Do we care?" Hell, fucking yes. There it is. There it is. All right. Also this weekend, man.
0: The worst nickname ever, T Rex. <laughs> Carissa Shields is back. Um, she has a big fight this weekend. Uh, look, man, I'm a fan of Carissa Shields. Um, I think she has an opportunity to be one of the greatest female fighters of all time. She calls herself the greatest, not even close, but uh, I still think she is solid, right? Um, I think the best female fighter of all time is a old girl who, um, the young lady who used to train, uh, what's his name? Damn.
1: Oh, Child man. Got knocked out by Canelo. Yes.
0: Wolf. Wolf. And, and wolf. wolf. And Wolf would have murked. Clarissa Shields I'm just be honest with you all right and Wolf would have murked a whole lot of dudes so like they I mean it's I think Clarissa Shields is damn good though right and I think she's still very young she has an opportunity to eventually get there right uh she had a great uh fight last time out with Hammer um she's continually looking for super fights I think she gets it done um, in a decision
1: Okay, yeah. I, I probably see her getting it done via via a dominant decision as yeah, well. Yeah, um, You know, she, she may get the knockout, but I mean, knockouts I just it. aren't as common in women's boxing. Um, So, I mean, yeah. Clarissa Shields should win pretty easily. Yeah. Now, that being said, you know, we have all the love in the world for Clarissa Shields. There's just not a lot of talent unless she plays her to weight a little bit. So, we'll more so be looking to further fights than we are looking to Saturday's fight. Right. I will say this, on the card little prospect alert here you will want to look out for an up-and-coming prospect at the welterweight division his name is Jerron boots and out of philadelphia pennsylvania okay, he is okay. he's 23 and 0 with 21 knockouts he's fighting in a 10 round fight um is the co-main or it, it, it'll be right before the clarissa shields fight against damian daniel fernandez oh
0: and really so, quick i w- i do want to give clarissa shields some love though i mean i, I can't wait that's a, that's a good call out i'm glad you said it what say his name one more time for me please
1: this is Jerron Boots Ennis. So they call that he goes by Boots. Name is Jerron Ennis, out of Philadelphia. <laughs> Again, another terrible nickname. But uh, look, um, so this this is
0: actually in Flint, in her hometown, man. This is a big deal. Good for her. And they said it's close to a sellout at this point in time. That's li- I mean, she should be selling out. She no, deserves she's incredible. It. She deserves it, man. And, and you know what? She represents. Okay, so I am not a big fan of Ronda Rousey. I I never was, right? Um, I I believe that she talked a big game, but didn't have the skills to back it up. And once she actually fought women that actually had, were were actually world-class athletes, she got dealt with, right? But what she did for women's MMA, and feminism, and women's empowerment as a whole, You cannot knock. I believe that Clarissa Shields is doing something very similar to the women's boxing division people are starting to pay attention to women's boxing because i mean but we have a lot of the women who are doing it you have claricia shields you have jessica mccatskill you have katie taylor there are some legitimate women boxers out there who are actually doing work but claricia shields is the loudest and she backs it up because she literally has the skills to pay them young bills man so salute to her i think she gets it done easy uh um, Ivanov or whatever sing young lady's name is gets completely dealt with. And, uh,
1: you know, our girl got a bag and fixed her teeth. Man, didn't she I mean, that's that's good for didn't being on camera. Didn't she though? That's important. And, uh, you know, in, in her journey to be the quote uh, the greatest woman of all time, uh, having teeth fixed that's gonna be good for for the camera time so shout out to her i'm telling you man look dude she's doing everything that she's doing
0: i love i love she's getting better on the mic because i, I really believe that she was you she used to be trash on the mic but she she's getting better and better and better um i'm a fan man i'm a fan i'll be paying attention i'll be watching i can't wait to see it um it's gonna be a good fight so we got some good boxing fights this weekend man it's gonna be entertaining um but before we get up out of here I gotta get your uh, your opinion on this. I have to. Your boy. Money Mayweather was at the Spence fight this weekend. Wherein, I have to say, I usually think he dresses like a complete asshat. He had this Louis Vuitton long uh like trench coat thing on
1: that show was uh, kind of fly i liked it
0: i liked it <laughs> man
1: that was hard bro that was hard he's probably was wearing hard. peter
0: pan boots but at the end of the day that jacket was hard
1: yeah he he looked he look like money
0: he did oh it was good i i was a fan of the fit and i'm never a fan of floyd's fits he
1: looked real like godfather like i'm he the og did. here
0: he did oh i loved it so he came out there with the white and black jacket with the black Ooh, he was looking clean he was looking real clean um but i'll say this he went out there went on his ig live or something he had his boy looking real fat in the background tank davis and he asked him he, he said a whole bunch of stuff Tank,
1: Tank was icy though
0: Tank boy, was gave icy. money. Oh, my man got all the money Um, Oh, real quick Did you see It was recently released It was a sparring session With Tank Against um,
1: our boy uh, 135 pounds Uh t-femo? Yep Did you see that? I saw it on my YouTube feed I didn't watch it Because I, I just thought It was awkward that it was released I thought it was maybe old It wasn't that old it was I mean, it.
0: old I think it was his pops, and it was just showing like a little thing. Um, I have to say one thing: it, it's uh, my man's was. Um, uh, you female looks so much smaller, so much smaller than Tank, um, but uh, it's interesting to watch. Um, but you you also notice that speed and skill wise. T.O. Fimo's a bad dude, right? You can tell. But it was interesting to watch. It's definitely worth the watch. But re- I digressed. Who who was getting
1: the better of who? But it's uh, sparring sessions yeah, you know, are also hard to value. So, you got people it, yeah. in there working on different things. You know what? They they were getting
0: to the point that it was starting to get a little chippy. Right? Um, they they were starting to um because the tank you can tell was trying to play and then Teofimo cracked him, and you saw Tank's head fly back. Yeah. And uh but then there's one point in time at the end of the round where Tank cracks Teofimo But Teofimo doesn't stop going. But when he grabs him, um, and then there was also a point where Tank kept on grabbing Teofimo's gloves. So once he grabbed Teofimo's gloves, Teofimo started clubbing him in the back of the head. And and uh Tank's coaches got pissy, but his um, you know, Teofimo's dad don't give a damn. <laughs> So, so it's interesting and i'm wondering if there's gonna end up being heat there in the future so that that's that's all I would say. It has to be. Um, it's going to be interesting. You watching it right now?
1: Yeah, I'm watching it right now. I mean, heat there in the future will be difficult because really we won't see uh, Lopez at the in the 135 pound division much longer. He will be going to 140 Them pounds. He has a lot at, of trouble making 130 yeah. uh, 135 pounds. And um, Tank just got to 135 pounds. We don't know. What he'll progress to in the future yeah. with his fat ass? <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I, mean, I mean, I don't. I'm be honest with you. I don't know how a Tank makes that weight. He, he comes. He comes with abs every single time, dude. Because he is a fat boy when he gets in there, man. Hey, good for him. Living yeah,
0: I mean, that he, good
1: life. I mean, he does not care about keeping his weight in between fights. Whatever. whatever. Um, I mean. Okay. W- so whatever. Go,
0: going back to the thing. You watch the sparring session. What you think? Really quick.
1: Yeah, it, it does look like Tank is playing around. I haven't seen anyone really get cracked yet, but I can see it getting chippier yeah. um, as as time goes on. I'm watching it a little bit on on on, uh, on fast forward, like I'm watching right. it sped up. Right. So it's hard to see some of the stuff, but yeah, yeah I mean, I they look like they're playing around for the most part. It's they, just sparring.
0: Yeah, they were playing around, but you can see it starting to get a little chippy. They caught each, both of them caught each other with a couple of hard punches towards the end of the round. And uh, but all in all, it's whatever. But I I say this to say. Floyd, obviously, the salesman that he is, is pushing Tank. Tank and he said, and they believe that Tank is the number one pound for pound guy in the sport.
1: First of all, is this true or false? Well, what are we talking about here? <laughs> what are we talking about here? Okay, so here's the better we question. Try to fill, we trying to fill time?
0: <laughs> here, here's the better question. Here's the better question. And This is where I want to get at. Do you believe he'll ever be the power for power number one guy in the sport? No. And You know what's sad also? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think he's ever really going to be top 10.
1: I disagree. I think he'll be top 10. However... I don't ever see him being pound for pound number one. Eight? Um, Eight or nine, maybe. As he gets older, maybe he takes the sport a little bit more serious. Maybe he controls his weight a little bit better. In the ring, thus far, (laughs) he looks great. his skill can't be denied, but he can't. He keeps fighting cherries, and if exactly. he's progr- if he's gonna fight, um, I forget the guy's name, Yuriyukas Gamboa next, it's another cherry. He needs to step up in competition. The yeah. competition is there that between 135 pounds and 130 pounds. The that monsters at that weight class. Are that weight class. With competition. They're monsters, and he's not
0: fighting any of them.
1: So, I mean, how can you consider your guy? How can you even say he's pound for pound when he's not fighting anybody? And he doesn't even have a belt at this point. He just relinquished his belt so he can move up to 135. What are we talking
0: about? Look, I'm going to be honest with you. When I heard it, I I literally laughed out loud, right? Um, I don't think he will be that because I generally don't believe he takes the game as seriously as he needs to. Maybe he will change in the future. But um, yeah, dude. Look, man, nah, he, he's, he's, he's wilding. He's super wilding out. Um, really quick, speaking of icy, did you see the Charlo twins
1: during that I fight? I must have missed that. Yo, my, those cats were super icy. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I told you, you know I went to the the last Arrow Spence fight against Mike Garcia, and uh, as soon as I got there, I walked right past Charlo twins. I was, damn, they they were, they were icy then, so I know they're coming with it. Man, dudes look good, man.
0: But yo, B, wasn't as much news this week, man, but there's some good fights and a great fight last week. Um, in closing, my guy, anything you want to touch on?
1: Uh, nah, man. Every, everything, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy for us getting good fights week after week. I think we had Absolutely. a little bit of a lull there. And, you know, overall, I think boxing is in a good place right now. There's enough talent to sustain uh, at least relevant fights, you know, at least a, you know two weeks out the month. Most months of the year, Easy. Easy. I'm happy about that. Yeah, I wish some of these guys would fight a little bit more. I loved hearing that Errol Spence is looking to return in January. Did However, you see
0: my man in the? He's already working. He's already back in the gym.
1: Yeah, he, he took a, he took a few lumps though. His face was a little bit puffy. So you know, you may want to take some time off, hey. rest a little bit. I know he said he got his daughter's birthday that's on October 4th, so that may be today. Um, so he said he was going to go to Disney World, but yeah, he's working. Strap season it is. The new unified champ, the IBF and uh, WB champion Errol Spence um, is now the king of that division. He holds two belts you can't argue.
0: Um, I will say this. A lot of people aren't going to grill me with this. Because of the level of competition I move Errol Spence over a Terrence Crawford in the pound-for-pound pound rankings. I cannot keep Terrence Crawford there for what he did at 140. I can't. I can't do it until because he's not fighting anybody. If he starts fighting somebody, when you have somebody who actually, if I look at Errol Spence's record, um, Kel Brook, Lamont Peterson, Mikey Garcia, uh, Sean Porter, realistically, are better than anybody that Crawford has beaten. Maybe ever. Well, exactly. Oh, Lamont,
1: Lamont Peterson. Still, he Lamont, Peterson Lamont Peterson, Peterson. Is, is
0: is at the at the end of that realm. But those other three are better than anybody Terence Crawford has ever fought. Did Lamont Peterson beat Amir Khan? He did, knocked him out. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Did he not? Is that no, did Did he not knock out? I'm pretty sure he knocked out Amir Khan, bro.
1: Mm-mm. He did not he didn't he didn't either either way either way um i'll tell you right now you hold know, up either the thing is i'm not even looking at skill right now because arrow spence has two belts compared to terrence crawford's one so i mean in the fight it's still a toss up i can't say who wins but i mean arrow spence is arrow pro- spence is proving it
0: he is he is man he
1: he is and um
0: amir khan loses title in, oh it was a split decision uh but he still he still beat amir khan
1: yeah and I, and I think that was a bad decision as well yeah yeah
0: but still i mean again those three guys in his own right are better than anybody that uh that terrence crawford has fought so i cannot put him at that place i got if we have anything i got Errol spence the best welterweight in the world man b it's always a pleasure my brother thank you for coming on the fight podcast today bro thank
1: you for having me man we'll do it again next week yes sir all right bro oh, wait, yeah, wait wait what's up what's I, I want to hear one more time. Is my man Adesanya going to do it this weekend? For a casual fan, just let me know.
0: Do you want me to give you the breakdown that I gave you? Really uh, quick? A, 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 a real quick, quick one. Real quick? Just, okay. just for the casual. Just for the casuals, check it out. Israel Adesanya is going to put the thumpers on Robert Whittaker. The reason, boom, boom, boom. reason I say that is this. Robert Whittaker is the most overrated champion in the UFC at this present moment in time. He's only fought twice in the last three years. Israel Adesanya has six wins in the last 14 months. Activity wins out. Also, you got a difference in reach. You got 80-inch reach versus a 72-inch reach. And again, anytime Robert Whittaker has fought against anybody who is a high-level striker, he gets beat up. So... Isra Adesanya is the highest level striker.
1: Now, what does Adesanya, I mean, uh, Whitaker do well? We know what Adesanya does well.
0: Robert Whitaker is one of those guys. He
1: he is he he does
0: everything very well. Um, he actually made the the Australian national wrestling team. He could have competed for in the world championships. So he had to defend his belt. Um, he has a Kyokushin karate background. He has extremely heavy hands. He is a dog. I don't want to think like I'm completely shit on him. Dude is really really good. With that being said, I think he lost his last title fight. The reason I say I believe. He he lost his last title fight is because the other guy he fought threw less punches, landed more punches, had more takedowns, had more knockdowns. When that happens, how is it possible that you lose a fight? This is true. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And if you ask any actual pundit in terms of mma joe rogan luke campbell or these are some of the biggest pundits in the sport all of them had um, the other guy yo romero beating robert whittaker um, I-, I think this is it for robert whittaker and i think he's gonna get done real bad
1: okay we will see um there'll be a lot going on you know one of the multiple device days but you know we gotta make it happen you know it man you know it well,
0: all right my guy we'll get at it after next week all right, be good. Yes, sir. You too, man. All right, peace out. All right, there it is. There it is, man. That was my conversation with Brandon Camille. One thing I realized after listening to that over again, I have to figure out another way to say my friend, my pal, my homie, my friends, because I say my guy. <laughs> way too much, man. Uh, man, I was just excited. I was excited to get this rocking today, man. Um We've been pumping out a lot of great content for you guys. If you haven't had an opportunity already, please go back, check out um, all the episodes that we have dropped this week. Um, Obviously, we have a weekend breakdown of all the big fights. Um, We do that each and every week. Um, That's always our Monday episode, but you can check out episode 143. Also, episode 144, I have an incredible interview. I'll have a number of incredible interviews, but I have an interview with one of the best female MMA fighters in the world. Um, That is Alejandra Azul uh, Lara. Um, I also have strength and conditioning coach extraordinaire, Derek Baker. He is the strength and conditioning coach of the only... The only world champion boxer Chicago has, that is Jessica McCatskill, and he is the coach there. And I also talk politics with um, the alderman in one of the aldermen in Chicago, and that is... um, DeAndre Tillman, man. So we had a, a popping week for you guys. Great interview with Brandon right now. Uh, should I say, a great conversation with Brandon? And we're gonna keep it coming, man. I hope you're enjoying the five Podcast as always. Um, yo, that's about all the time we have for today, man. Um, keep your eyes and ears open for more hot content we have coming your way keep your eyes and ears open for these incredible fights this weekend remember this weekend melbourne australia there is an incredible mma fight ufc 244 243 and no 244 and that is with um Israel Adesanya against Robert Whittaker that should be an incredible fight boxing wise as we just talked about Triple G fights Jervachenko. that is going to be on the zone and uh, on Showtime we have Clarissa Shields incredible fight action this weekend um and yo this is the fight podcast man uh again one more time if you guys haven't checked them out already sage is our sponsor um they're incredible they make healthy meals they deliver them directly to your home or office if you are not in chicago they actually write out programming for you i use them myself um I have been able to be in the best shape of my life. I am in the best physical condition in terms of working out because I utilize their workouts also. So if you have an opportunity, sageeachchicago.com, apply promo code FIGHT for 10% off of your first three months. Also, check out the website, thefightpodcast.com. Check them out on all social media platforms at thefightpodcast. And also, yo, you like the show interact with us let me know how you feel but please share let everybody know share uh rate on all the the, the platforms and everything man love you guys this has been episode 146 of the fight podcast i am your host serge vicente i'll holler at you guys next time right here on the show deuces